Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, January 17th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Blaine Luke DeMeyer is retiring after 16 years in Congress, and the St. Elizabeth Republican is not hiding his disdain for infighting among GOP colleagues. It hasn't been as much fun, probably, but, I, you know, this job wasn't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a job. You're supposed to be able to help people. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the race to replace Luke DeMeyer in Missouri's 3rd District. A Missouri law allowing counties to provide property tax relief for seniors may be amended this session in Jefferson City. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the possible change clarifies who would qualify. Through the new law, Missouri counties can decide whether to freeze property tax rates for seniors. However, according to Senator Tony Luke DeMeyer, there was confusion on whether someone had to qualify for and be eligible for Social Security benefits to receive the freeze. The new legislation would clarify that, saying anyone 62 and older would be eligible. Senator Carla Esslinger asked Luke DeMeyer if the state is keeping track of the total reduction of taxes as more counties adopt the property tax freeze. I also want to make sure that we don't have unintentional harm to our you know, public services that we all do rely on, no matter what your tax record is. Senators also heard testimony on legislation that lowers assessment rates for personal property taxes. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Thousands of students in Missouri have left public school in the last four years. An Associated Press analysis shows Missouri public schools enrolled nearly 18,000 fewer students from 2019 to 2022. Colin Hitt is executive director of the Prime Center, which studies education in Missouri. Tons of families are now working from home all or most of the time. That has made homeschooling both more familiar and more doable. Missouri parents do not have to notify the state when they homeschool children, but based on limited data, roughly 35 percent more started homeschooling since 2019. Lincoln University's Board of Curators says it plans to engage a third-party expert to investigate personnel issues and concerns. This comes after the suicide of university administrator Antoinette Candia Bailey. As Caitlin McElwain reports, the death highlights the disturbing trend of more black women dying by suicide. Suicide rates have more than doubled for black girls and women in the past 20 years, according to a report published in December in the American Journal of Psychiatry. Candia Bailey's family told NBC News that she was bullied and harassed by university president John B. Mosley and was fired. She sent an email to university leaders prior to her death calling out these behaviors and concerns. Erica Savage is a wellness lifestyle consultant in Washington, D.C., who's written about weathering, the hypothesis that chronic exposure to adversity contributes to poor health outcomes. Savage writes specifically about its effect on black women in the workplace. What is most important? is that psychologically safety component that's on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And for also um, for people to understand that what's in that culture is creating and sustaining a culture of wellness for everybody to work and then be able to go home and feel good about returning to do that same thing again. Savage says in addition to suicide, weathering can also contribute to a higher chance of breast cancer or childbirth-related deaths for Black women. I'm Caitlin McElwain. New permanent rules will soon go into effect on how people can register assault weapons and related equipment with the Illinois State Police. 
The legislature's Joint Committee on Administrative Rules is allowing the regulations despite issuing a symbolic objection. Illinois lawmakers passed a ban on assault weapons and related equipment last year. People who already owned such items must now register as part of their firearm owner's identification card. The permanent rules will replace temporary regulations that have been in place since October. The Environmental Protection Agency is asking for community input on the continuing efforts to clean up radioactive waste in North St. Louis County. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke reports. Frustrated crowd members ran through many big questions they still have about radioactive waste from the Manhattan Project in St. Louis. The EPA is holding these meetings to kick off a months-long listening process to try to improve communication with the community. Haley Gannon works for SKIO, a consulting firm hired by the EPA to do this work. We know that some of the information that comes out is very technical, a lot of jargon, um, and sometimes people can use some extra help understanding that. The firm will be conducting interviews with community members starting this week, and will also work to help translate scientific information into plain language. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Blaine Luke DeMeyer is stepping aside after nearly 16 years as a congressman for Central and Eastern Missouri. The St. Elizabeth Republican's departure sets up a scramble to join a dysfunctional Congress. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum previews the race for Missouri's 3rd District, which includes parts of Jefferson and St. Charles counties. Luke DeMeyer threw a bit of a curveball to the already crowded 2024 election cycle when he announced earlier this month he would retire. The GOP official stressed that the melodrama and infighting among House Republicans is not the reason he's stepping aside. I'm going to be 72 years old in May. You know, my health is good. And so people ask me about, you know, if my health is bad, the reason I'm retiring, I say, no, my health is good. That's why I'm retiring, because I can enjoy retirement. By his own admission, Luke DeMeyer was not the flashiest member of Congress. He focused primarily on issues affecting the banking and financial services sector, a wonky but critical arena in public policy. And while he's seen some contentious eras of Congress before, he's been critical of some of his caucus members who helped oust Kevin McCarthy from the speakership. It hasn't been as much fun, probably, but... I you know, this job wasn't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a job. You're supposed to be able to help people and direct policy. And so um, I, we have some folks right now that don't like to, to work hard and direct policy. All they want to do is throw rocks. A number of Republicans have either announced bids to replace Luke DeMeyer or are seriously thinking about it. We have really big issues, and it's important that we have people who are ready to fight, who literally jump in on day one and say, no, not here. We're not going to stand for these things, and we're going to have somebody who's a strong fighter who's going to be able to push back. That's State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, an Arnold Republican who announced her congressional bid shortly after Luke DeMeyer's retirement became public. She says the 3rd District, which also includes places like Cole, Boone, Callaway, and Warren counties, needs someone who will reverse President Joe Biden's immigration policies and support American assistance to Israel. This seat doesn't belong to Blaine. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the people of the 3rd Congressional District. And they have a right to have somebody who's going to fight for the issues that are important to us, that they're going to stand up and be a part of it, and that they have somebody who's effective. Since the 3rd District is GOP-leaning, the winner of the August primary will likely succeed Luke DeMeyer. 
That's probably why lots of other people are thinking about getting into the race, including former State Senator Bob Onder, State Senator Travis Fitzwater, and former Boone County Clerk Taylor Burks. State Senator Nick Schroer says he's also mulling over a bid. What's happening across our nation with illegal immigration, with uh, inflation, yeah, I think uh, ultimately we need to make sure that there's a strong conservative that's going to replace uh, Congressman Lukemeyer. Since most of the candidates running or thinking of running have relatively similar positions on issues, it's likely the campaign will focus less on policy and more on fundraising and sharp attacks. Congressman Eric Burleson, a battlefield Republican who was elected to Congress after winning a competitive primary, says it is possible to come out the other side of an intense election without being encased in mud. What I would say is to the to those who are involved is um, don't be a sore loser and also don't be a sore winner. Luke DeMeyer says whoever wins should not be focused on Washington, D.C. infighting or winning the next election, but on helping the district's colleges and universities, dealing with complex river issues, and solving problems for constituents. So if you really want to take care of your district, you want to listen to your constituents and take care of their concerns. While the GOP field is in flux, Bethany Mann, who ran against Luke DeMeyer in 2022, is the only announced Democratic candidate. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.